this Sport FM Grand Slam Tennis Update for station sponsors Cowden Limited, the insurance brokers, and Angelo Street Optical for all your eyewear and eye care needs. Yes, and joining us down the line this afternoon to talk all things tennis is high-performance tennis coach Mark Zafoulis. Mark, welcome back to the program. No, thanks for having me back. Great to be on. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, Mark, before we do get in, into everything that's going on right now at the Australian Open, what stood out to you the most over the weekend's play? Oh, look, I think it's been an outstanding tournament. Uh, you know, we obviously had the... the withdrawal of Nick Kyrgios and we thought the entertainment wouldn't be there but I think from a from a tennis standpoint I mean just the matches we've had has been outstanding I think the standout for me has been young Sebastian Corder I think uh, he's been someone a surprise packet obviously his dad uh, played an Australian Open final many years ago and has two sisters in the top five in the world in golf and uh, young Sebastian has uh, entered the arena at 22 years of age and he's actually stamped his his own name into the lights, and I think that's been the biggest highlight for me. And for him to beat, uh, you know, a, a season campaigner in uh, Kerbet Hercats, I think that was a, a great win for him. And you know, he now he now has a, an opportunity where he plays Karen Hatchinoff to uh, to get through to possibly a semi final of a Grand Slam. And uh, while well, we're seeing the the draw really opening up as well, aren't we, Mark? Uh, some big names out: Igor Fiontek gone, uh, the number one seed. You know, there's just a number of big name players out uh, in this tournament already. So the draw has certainly opened up. Oh, it has opened up, and I think the biggest thing that we've all been crying out for for many years is the changing of the guard. And you know, we, we've obviously seen Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, Serena Williams, Ash Barty dominate the sport for so long. Uh, and now we're finally seeing that next tier of players coming through. And I think that's probably the most exciting thing for tennis is now we just don't know who will and can win these Grand Slams, which is outstanding for the game. Um, it's outstanding for, for the next tier of players. Who are, and now got an opportunity to, to showcase their skills against the world's best and hopefully get the business end of a Grand Slam. A couple of uh, Americans in action right now on John Kane Arena in Ben Shelton and JJ Wolf. Uh, Wolf leading... Two sets to one. We're in a tiebreaker in the fourth set at, uh, with Shelton at 3-2. So we'll keep you up to date on that match as it does progress. You mentioned uh, Sebastian Corder as well. We've got uh, Tommy Paul in action. He's just gotten underway against Roberto Batista Agut. Jessica Bagula is certainly a name that is really standing out in this year's tournament. Uh, what do you attribute the rise to in, a, in American tennis? Because we're seeing plenty of American stars at this year's Australian Open. We are, and it's probably the two countries I think have been the standout in the last sort of couple of years, the Italians and the Americans, um, with the, the sheer number of players that are coming through and obviously uh, become quite good players. So, look, I mean, it's a, hard, it's a hard one to put your finger on, but I think, you know, when you've got a group of players or the amount of players that both those countries have coming through, it just almost propels you to become better and it gives you a bit of competition, a healthy competition to make you a better player. So I think at this stage, when you look at, um, the American guys are just pushing each other to be to go to the next level, and you know, as you, as you did say, I mean, Sebastian Quarter being 22 years of age, and you've got Ben Shelton's a 20-year-old. He's serving down bombs at 200 and nearly 230 k's an hour, and that's uh, that's pretty big for a 20-year-old. Tommy Paul, JJ Wolf. I mean, you know, this is the fourth round of a Grand Slam, so it's, they're not just hanging on to a top hundred; they're actually pushing for now top 30, top 40 in the world. So it's an incredible feat for them, and uh, it's great for American tennis, definitely. I uh, actually saw a couple of Americans out there today on the Legends circuit. The Bryan brothers were in action 
uh, earlier on today at the Australian Open. The Bryan brothers, uh, just going off on a tangent slightly, are they the most underappreciated tennis players of, say, this century? Oh, well, you mentioned the Bryans. I'm fortunate enough to work with Bob and Mike for seven years, actually, while they've been in every year in Australia. And they're back now. We are having dinner in a couple of days' time. And they're um, one of the most phenomenal people, let alone athletes, I think, from their, you know, 16 Grand Slams together that they've won. And I know Mike went on and won two Grand Slams without Bob when Bob was having his metal hip uh, put in into place. And, you know, they are two of the most incredible people in doubles players. I mean... Their, their energy on the court, the, the ability for them to play into their 40s, um, the amount of Grand Slams and titles. I think they won close to nearly 120 titles uh, with, you know, with each other uh, over their career. And, you know, to play for 20-odd years together is incredible. So, yeah, they're, they're amazing people, amazing players, and great to have them back in Melbourne. Speaking of Mark Safoulis here on Sports Drub this afternoon, uh, this Grand Slam update is all thanks to Cowden Limited and Angelo Straight Optical. Uh, Mark Stefano Sitsipas last night, very impressive, up against Yannick Sinner, winner in five sets, 6-4-6-4-3-6-4-6-6-3. Is this the tournament that Stefano Sitsipas could potentially b- break through and, and become a Grand Slam champion at? Look, I, I think he's got the ability to do it. I think last night showed the maturity he's probably gained in the last few years in which, you know, he's two sets to love up and Yannick Sinner uh, won the next two. And the old Stefanos probably would have given that up. And um, look, I know that the one thing that helps Stefanos is the on-court coaching, definitely, and the, the ability for that to be now a, a legal rule. And I mean, his team were giving him plenty of plenty of advice throughout the match. And I think that probably kept him gets his head in the game and I think that was a really big show of maturity to be able to hold that that fifth set and, and get through that. Yannick Sinner is obviously another one coming through which is going to be a, a star of the future but you know I think for Stefanos now I think he's in a really good place to be able to, to be able to possibly push for the title. He now plays little known Yuri Leheka in the next round in the quarterfinals so that could obviously uh, he'll go into favourite in that one and possibly get through it and playing off in a, in a Grand Slam semi-final so you know there's no doubt he's got an opportunity whether or not this is his time. I think Novak Djokovic is probably still the one to beat, but um, definitely uh, he's primed for uh, for a big showing in this one. Holger Rune serving for the match. Three break points against him. Rublev, uh, and he's just broken back. So back on serve in the fifth set, 5-4, uh, with Rublev to come and serve up next. Uh, you mentioned the new coaching rules, Mark. What are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you agree with... Uh, with players go, uh, being allowed to interact with their with their box uh, on their side, um, are you a fan of the new coaching rules? Oh, look, I actually enjoyed it when I had uh, my player on court the other day. And uh, look, you know, at the end of the day, all the guys are coaching anyway, so I think it just makes it really legal and, and it takes away that sort of, uh, I guess, the illegal side of, of what people were trying to do with the hand signals and and talking another language. So I think it's probably a good thing for the sport. Um, it, as long as it doesn't slow the game down, I think the last thing that we want to see is, you know, matches go for an extra probably 30 or 40 minutes because players are talking to their coaching boss too too long. And uh, as long as it's uh, regulated pretty much like that, I think it's okay. But, um, I mean, last night was a prime example. I could see um, Stefanos' dad was looking at the stats and getting the data, which we all get now with this, uh, an iPad comes to you and you get all the data up to date. And, and basically you can then form a game plan of what your opponent's actually doing to you and then what you need to do back to them. So... It actually is it's pretty cool. I think tennis was one of the only sports in the world where you couldn't coach during a match. So uh, it obviously just brings us back to the other sports. And I did hear a, a professional coach say that um, tennis coaches were actually not seen as 
uh, as up the higher end as all the other coaches in the world um, because we weren't able to coach. So uh, I think I agree with that. And it's actually brought, uh, brought coaching or tennis coaching to another level, I think. And what was going on with, uh, with Novak Djokovic receiving some sort of letter via his water bottle? What was going on there? <laughs> uh, we'd all love to know, wouldn't we? We'd love to be a bit of a fly <laughs> on the wall. But um, uh, it was an interesting one. Look, I mean, with coaching being legal, I can't see it being too much of an issue. So um, he was just getting, obviously, some coaching notes. I mean, it happens all the time. I don't know what was in the bottle, though. That would be probably my biggest concern is <laughs> what's going into that. But at the same time, I think... Uh, when you're getting some messages from your uh, from your coaching team, it's all legal now, so it's all good. Okay, uh, just taking a look at the women's side of things before we do uh, look ahead and uh, and preview that Novak Djokovic Alex Dimonor match, which is to come. Arena uh, Sabalenka, I wanted to touch on her because she's been really dominant at this tournament through four rounds. A win over Belinda Bencic in straight sets, seven five six two. Mark, can anyone beat Arena Sabalenka the way she's playing right now? Oh, she would have to be the favourite going into into the in, back end of this tournament now. I think, look, J- Jessica Gula definitely playing well. As a rank has been there before, um, played at the highest level, one Grand Slam. So she's obviously another one that's, that's still in the draw. But it has really opened up for Savalenka, hasn't it? Without Iga Sviantek now in the draw, it probably probably opens the door. I think uh, Alina Rubikina is another one to watch in the Wimbledon champion. She's another one that could possibly take this draw out. But if uh, Savalenka's on, there's no way anyone can beat her. All right, so one big game to come this evening. We'll keep you up to date as it does progress on Sports Drive, but it is our very own Aussie, Alex Dimonor, the number 22 seed up against the nine-time Aussie Open champion, Novak Djokovic. So what are the keys, Mark, to tonight's match for either man? But in particular, we want to have a heavy focus on Alex Dimonor. Yeah, look, Alex has got his uh, work cut out tonight against Novak, doesn't he? I think the, you know... I said this earlier this morning that I think they're pretty very pretty similar players in that they both want to lengthen the rallies out. They want to stay out there as long as they possibly can. But for, for Alex to win this match, he's going to have to take the game right up to Novak. Um, he's going to have to take the court away from him. He's not going to, you know, he can't allow Novak to take control of the court position. He's going to have to hit more winners than Novak, uh, which is something that Alex doesn't do well. But he's going to have to play up the court a little bit and, and not get into too many longer rallies and let the length and, length of the rallies sort of uh, gets a sort of five to eight. He's going to have to play within the one to four rally category and and take the game up to him. I mean, Novak's obviously the one to beat in this tournament. He's won nine times. He's going for his tenth title. So unless unless Alex does something different, I think we're going to have a pretty uh, pretty easy win for Novak. All right. What are your what are your three tips for the three current games that are being played? We've got uh, Andre Rublev, Holger Rune on serve in the fifth at five. All thirty love to Rune. What's your tip for this match? How do you see it playing out? Oh, he was up a break, wasn't he, in the yeah. fifth set? And I thought he was going to close it out, but uh, Rublev's broken back. So it looks like um, this is going the distance, probably get to the breaker. Uh, I think Rublev's probably maturity might get him through this one. I think he's been around a little longer. He's, he's played a lot more slams and played these moments a bit bigger. So I think uh, Rublev might take this one. Um, Tommy Paul is an interesting one, playing Batista are good at the moment. He's up a break in that first set and looks like he might even get a second break at the moment. But... Um, you know, Tommy Paul is a really big hitter of the ball. Obviously, another American. Uh, Batista, a good, another mature, mature head, been around for a long time. But I think Tommy Paul might take that one and then surprise us and knock out the number twenty-four seed. 
and we're obviously in the fifth set, Ben Shelton and JJ Wolf, which mm. is very, very interesting. Young Shelton um, has nothing to lose in this tournament, 20 years of age, and as I said, serving down 230k bombs. So I think um, I think he's just going to go out there and swing in this fifth set, and I reckon he might take the fifth. Mark, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for your time, and uh, enjoy the rest of the tournament. Thanks for having me, Matt, any time. Thank you. There he goes. Mark Safoulis, high-performance tennis coach. Uh, always a pleasure chatting with Mark.